Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. Good evening, my wonderful listeners, on this cold, cold winter night. It is I, the K-O-D-C-M, that's King of DC Media. My name is William Powell, your gracious host. This episode of the Inside Acting Radio Show is brought to you by DC Actors Examiner, where you'll find many tips on the acting business and many great theater reviews as well. Find it by going to Google and searching for DC Actors Examiner. That's DC Actors Examiner. And while you're out there on cyberspace, go ahead and follow me at Twitter at handle forward slash inside underbar acting. That's capital I, capital A, inside underbar acting. Or Facebook at handle forward slash William.T.Pal. That's William.T.Pal. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. By the way, if you love this show, and I know you do because you're listening, please support the show by donating a few dollars at www.gofundme.com. That's www.gofundme.com. The page there is forward slash LGIK9O. Again, that's LGIK, the letter, uh, I'm sorry, the number 9 and O. LGIK9 and the letter O. And so we're raising money to stay on the air. Yes, indeed. And the website one more time www.gofundme.com forward slash lgik9 and the letter o tonight's guest is john Pallotta, acting coach extraordinaire and otherwise known as the actor whisperer he's also a playwright as well and he'll be joining us uh, live from class so you can find out more about John at www.johnpalata.com. That's www.johnpalata.com. And that is J-O-H-N-P-A-L-L-O-T-T-A.com. You know, there was a quote by uh, three-time Emmy winner James Brown, and he said, uh, if John Palata were a boxer, He'd be Jake LaMotta, a singer Johnny Cash, coffee triple espresso, an award, most definitely an Oscar. So let me see what's going on here with uh, with John. Hey, John. Hey, Will. How are you? Hey, I'm Can good. I'm good. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so I see that uh, you're into your class there. So let's just start out with a couple questions, man. So I know that uh, your your class. Everyone, say hello uh, to Will. Hey, hey, everybody. Yeah, this is uh, William Powell. Uh, yeah, I'm the host of the Inside Acting Radio Show, and uh, John has agreed to uh, again be my guest. 
So, John, I wanted to jump into the uh, – I know that uh, some of your classes you were talking about that could possibly be uh, on television. Talk a little bit more about that. Say what? Yeah, you said, you were telling me that uh, that uh, some of your classes up in New York City that uh, you were looking at possibly uh, they'd be uh, broadcast. They'd be broadcast on maybe yeah, on television. Yeah, classes right now we got the Actor Whisper, which is shot out of um, uh, Jerry Parisi shoots it out of Long Island, and uh, okay, or shoots it out of uh, Fairfax, the Actor Whisper, but. Um, you know they 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 you know Frank Cazone who is um who's with us right here and um and Shalani Campbell who um is a casting director who's in my DC class you know um they've decided to um go ahead and and sort of a how how would they say the word experiment with the idea of um doing a show about pilot about the idea of um you know actors and 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 acting and you know I'm just a part of it. We can't like let everything out of the bag because you know but um you know there's a casting notice out there. You saw it on my web page on my Facebook I think, did you? Yeah. You know, so you know they're 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 going to be doing a test thing and writing writing the 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 first four shows and the the trailer but it's about the lives of actors and their trials and their tribulations. I guess as we go on, Frank will tell you more about it. Um, you know, I'm kind of, you know, just the acting teacher in it, taking a step back from arranging that, you know, thing. And Shalani Campbell and Frank, Frank, what did you do with the uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Well, uh, hi, how are you? Uh, hi, Frank. Are you pointing my finger? <laughs> <laughs> But they thought this is radio. Point I'm thinking. I know. Okay. Um, my my background is advertising. I worked for Ogilvy and Mather for a number of years, and uh, my background is I'm a creative director. And uh, through my experience with advertising, I got involved with some sponsorship of uh, a few different reality shows, as John had mentioned, uh, Queer Eye, The Straight Guy, which was produced by. Uh, Scout Productions and uh, David Collins. I, I also got involved with uh, Mark Burnett and uh, his production of The Restaurant with Rocco Despirito. These were all things uh, produced some time ago when uh, American Express was the founding, uh, was the sponsor of this uh, had product placement on it. So uh, my new experience has been uh, pursuing acting as well. I thought it would be a great way of sort of rounding off my experience as a creative person, a writer, a director, and understanding characterization better by taking acting classes. And one thing I was so impressed with as I sat in the class was the broad range of people that come into John's class, not only to pursue acting, but to help them personify whatever role they are trying to pursue. Uh, yeah. I think uh, John is one of the few acting coaches that actually has clearance with uh, the CIA to uh, uh, train uh, agents uh, in the field. Mm. And, uh, you know, maybe now that I just said it on radio, he will not have clearance. Abort, abort, uh, abort, <laughs> abort, abort, abort. <laughs> oh, wow. State secrets there. But, uh, you know, and of course, he teaches all kinds of people, uh, you know, for, as I said, whatever role they're involved in. 
So he had Mr. USA in here one night who had never acted in his life, but was already cast in a in a in an independent film from John Waterson. And uh he's got uh, you know, people who are child uh, stars uh trying to make a comeback. So that's what impressed me so much is that it was such a beautiful cross range of people and individuals all trying to sort of benefit from taking command of their their roles in the persona. And he's he's more of a life coach than he is a, an actor. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, life coach. And that, like you say, uh, so this show we're talking about, it's going to be more or less kind of looking at lives of actors and what they go through, the emotional highs and the lows and dealing with all auditions and things like that. That's what it sounds like. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and what's what's good about it is even though it'll be shot in New York, I, I, you know, we're looking through the, the casting people, and you know, there's a lot of people in the DMV that were on Dragon Us that send quite a few, um, a lot of people, the casting directors from DC, Shalani Campbell, Sirens Media, um, and a uh-huh. lot of actors from the area and New York, of course, but a lot of actors from the, the DC area sent headshots there. Um, including my competition. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but All I right. So, John, you, uh, I think you opened a, a John Pilata Philly studio recently. No, no. So, uh, what's some of the classes you're teaching here? 2015. So, okay. uh, I don't have a date for that yet. Um, so, I'm, I, a lot of it is open up feelers. Um, so, I'm trying to see if I could, you know, Build, uh, I have a board of directors, which I have to make happy. But um, <laughs> I have to see if it's, yeah. Um, you know, over the course of time, I, I'm, you know, I may switch from weekly classes to bi-monthly intensives in the D.C. area. And um, because I'm in Boston, Chicago, where I may just um, go there and, and do intensives as opposed to... Um, you know, every week because it's too much. You know, yeah. um, as you know, like like some of the other people, you know, my my colleagues out there, like uh, my uh, Aaron Marcus, they they switched to um, online workshops. Right. You know, I I I'm being, um, you know, New York is home. That's where I live. That's where everything is. That's where you know I'm also a playwright. I don't know if you saw online today that I put up started to put up all my written works online. So now you you can get probably 10 to 15 of my plays online from my website. Um, I mean, it went on Facebook, but, you know, it's it's being transferred to my website. About 10 to 15 of my plays, um, some of my works that I wrote by myself and a few of them that I co-wrote with um, a writing partner from a few years ago, Kathy Bonjukian, Patton. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, eventually, um, I have to figure out because I'm always going to have my New York classes. But um, you know, the college town Lynchburg, Virginia, is inviting me to come open it, open up a studio there. But it's difficult because Lynchburg is, you know, God's kind of yeah. so far away. That's that, a hike. You know, the, That's the next a hike. best set is 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 webinar classes through uh, <laughs> or whatever whatever they they have. But um, you know, I, I, I have to be getting back to what I normally love to do, which is writing plays, because I'm a playwright. 
but that's what I do because I, I have a reading of two of my plays coming up, Love is a Verb and um, the play Hustle, which I wrote last year, which I have to have it read. Mm. Uh, yeah, because I, I, that opportunity I don't want to lose out on. But um, Yeah, you know, well, t- talk a little bit about, we've we got a little bit of time, talk a little bit about uh, what those plays are about. Which one? Oh, Love is a Verb. See, originally from from 2000 and and uh, do you remember uh, what was it? Uh, 2005. There was a big hooker bust in New York. No, I wasn't involved in it. But uh, <laughs> do you, wait, you know what? You know, wait, wait. Who who did the movie? Uh, you know, Lamont Easter and a few other people. They did a movie about. Um, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, the girl that was involved in the big hooker bust a couple of years ago. Remember they did a movie recently last year. Who was in it? Yeah, Lamont Easter did, and Ali Dash. They do. They did a little short film, but it was actually I, my play that I wrote in 2005. Um, Jane Ho. I, I, uh, I, you know, I went to you know college back in the day and. You know, one of my good friends, um, she's a member of the actor Studio, you know, she went to Juilliard and I went to Queens College, from what I remember. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, she went on to, to being an actor and, and, and be doing, like, things that you would probably see her on television, Law and & Order and whatnot. And we be, became best friends over the years. And throughout the years, um, you know, as I was getting older, she was getting younger. Uh, and mm-hmm. enhanced, naturally, of course. But, um, you know, it turned out in a couple years ago, um, you know, I, I told her to fess up, and she told me that by day she was um, an actress, and by night she was the highest-priced call girl in the city. So I wrote hmm. her story called Jane Ho. But while I was... Um, auditioning for the the play Jane Ho, this nice young Canadian girl, um, auditioned for the for the for the part and was given the part. Her name was Natalie McClennan. Okay. And, um, you know, um she was given the part and two weeks in the rehearsal, you know, I pick up the paper and I see the girl I just cast in the play was busted as the newest highest price call girl in the city. And it said it's this Jane Ho. Uh huh. Um, you know, then that sparked off all the um, HBO uh, Hooker Chronicles. Um, but it, it went from a 99-seater off-off-Broadway to a 399-seat uh, off-Broadway, you know, um, public theater in, in New York City. Hmm. But you know, that launched my, 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 my writing shit. Stop. Huh. Crap. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, yeah, there's a little movie short, but what happened was I, was I was speaking about Lamont and Ali Dash did a short movie about the 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 girl it was based on where you know um, I actually knew it because she was in my in my play and she was a member of my acting class too. Okay, and then what uh, about the other and hustle, play? Hustle is Hustle is also a film, but it's mostly a play, and it's it's kind of like. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like an updated version of Tennessee Williams. Um, can't think of it right now. I'm just tired. But um, Blanche Dubois, but 
changed to uh, Glass Menagerie. 1972. Okay. Um, kind of uh, thing. It's very, very pulp fiction, very, very Sin City, but ri- but written like a play. But there is another play mm. that's coming out, which I'm still working on, which is uh, the wall of secrecy behind the acidic community and the women that live behind those walls. Sorry, Morgan. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. But I play one on TV. But I'm gonna play a bad Yeah, she's gonna play a bad well, I can't say it. But yeah, so the thing is, you know, I, I'm interviewing several acidic women who um you know, they, they, they take their wigs off to you know that 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 world, but they tell me their stories and um you know, they, they kinda of tell me everything that goes on within the acidic community that's a very tight knit I hope I'm not killed tonight. Oh um, no! The <laughs> CIA, Hasidim, <laughs> thats a lot of one night. <laughs> yeah. So no, no, but that's what I normally do. I'm on play. I'm not. I'm much more than just an acting teacher. You know. Right. But, okay. Okay. But, and uh, so, talk a little bit about you got stuff going on, man, in uh, Moscow and India. What's going on out there? Yeah, I regularly Skype to um, India. Uh, I'm on wow. set on Bob. Uh, Ghana, Nollywood sets, but um, past couple of weeks, every week, I picked up contracts and skyping to uh, Milan, Italy, Moscow. So um, they're going to be. They want me to come to Italy um, and actually teach there um, to do an intensive. But yeah, um, you know, well, we're just in the talking stages, so. You know, I, I have a way to go. It's a lot to arrange. So, you know, we're taking selfies right now. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so talk a little bit about your uh, your AEA classes. My what? You got your uh, your uh, AEA classes. Oh, no. Your no, uh, equity the, classes? Back after conservatory. Yeah, the um, Michael, who's one of my assistants, uh, arranging... Um, SAG after conservatory classes, New York SAG after conservatory. Not on Baltimore. Right. Um, I'd, I'd like to do Baltimore, but um, you know I, I've had situations where they feel I have to be a, a SAG after Baltimore chapter. Um, where you know, to me, SAG after SAG after, regardless of where the hell I am. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been SAG since since the Flintstones, but. Um, you know, I'm doing. I'm going to be doing SAG after conservatory classes in New York, um, and you know, uh, AEA requested classes there for theater. Even though I teach film and television, I mean, I also teach theater. I've taught the uh, Kennedy Center Southeast Conference 1,200 actors. I taught theater. You know, that that's what I normally do. I just know how to do that. But um, I'm going to be teaching. Um, at, at equity as well, and also um, <clears throat> just uh, other places as they come in. Yeah, so the, they just requested an outline of what I'm teaching, so they could. A lot of it is scheduling it in, so they could see if if it works with their agenda. So I have to wait to see about that. So Mike's handling that. Mike Giuliano. All right. All right. Okay. But I have so. A lot of people here. What's that now? 
Yeah. Okay. So, they, they're, John, they're we're going to... They're much more interesting than me. Okay, yes, we will get to them in, uh, shortly. Okay, so, uh, okay, here's what we're going to do. Um, okay, you've got about... Uh, how many people you think John would want to uh, come on the air? A lot. Uh, four or five? Uh, I have a fairly legal girl right in front of me. <laughs> Don't like say that. But I will tell you this. Well, this is very important. You know, it's you know it's pilot season, right? Yeah. You know, seven of our students have been uh, picked up for pilot season already. So well. So seven of our students, including um, you know two of my students from Baltimore. I just one of my students, Kyle, who's twelve years old, um, uh-huh. just came in to to New York today. I coached him at one o'clock. No, twelve o'clock today who has a, a big audition for NBC, for an NBC pilot at the age of 12 years old. So, wow. um, you know, I, I think we're making enormous, um, what's the word? Elijah. No, no, Elijah's from Baltimore. Yeah, Elijah's from Baltimore. Elijah's from Baltimore. So, um, you know, we're doing tremendous work with, I think, people in the area. You know, Kyle, who's 12, Elijah, who's 16, and I think something else which we should be very proud of about the people in the area that three of of my actors are actors. Did you see Super Bowl Forty Nine? Yeah. Three of our actors, John Paul Studio actors, were in three separate Super Bowl Forty Nine commercials during halftime. Oh, check so, that out! Yeah, you know, and one of them was a brand new actor, only acting a month. But I think that's an amazing feat for. Uh, Huh? Three months. Stop cop blocking me. Okay, let's let's dive right in. So uh, we're gonna take uh, one person at a time. Don't everybody talk at once, and then we'll just talk about. So when you come up, folks, just give me your name. Uh, you know what you've been doing, and then I got a few questions for you. Okay, so All who's right. on first? First of all, we have a very handsome young man by the name of KJ. He looks like uh, Denzel Washington. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, my name is uh, KJ Thompson. I've been uh-huh. on for about uh, what, six months, seven months maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, he really got me out of my rut. I had I had went to school in uh, Jersey and took a, took a year Nothing off. Nothing against Jersey. Nothing against Jersey. No. <laughs> took a year off to um to try and raise some money, and after that, I got stuck in one of those dead-end jobs. And someone came in and was like, oh, you're an actor. Have you ever heard of John Pilata? Look him up. And I looked him up, and ever since then, I've just been doing more and more things. I'm currently a uh, supporting role in a movie. Just finished writing my first web series, getting it copyrighted and everything now, trying to get it edited so I can get that out. Um, so, yeah, right. he's, just, he's been great just getting me out there now. Hopefully... Be on the next Super Bowl 50 commercial. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, what separates John's class from other classes? Uh, well, with, with John, it's 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 all hands-on. Like, you, it's not sit down, oh, this is what acting is about. There's no, no, everyone's doing it. It's all about the doing. And that's what I think is the greatest thing. Like, even if I'm not the one that's on the set at the time, I'm still learning. Like, if, if Jeffrey's up there and he's John's telling Jeffrey a, a note. 
I can use that for later when I when I do the same thing that Jeffrey's doing or whatever. So it's all about he does it in the moment. It's not a oh well this is what you should do this is what you should do. It's it's while you're on camera, on set and everything, and it's great because you don't get that while you're in school. You don't you don't learn all those things that you're doing while you're on camera. So when you go out and you do auditions and you get roles or anything, you don't know what to do when you're on set. Like I was a problem with me. I never knew how to how to compose myself when I was on set, waiting for makeup to be done, waiting for this to be done, waiting for them to stay action, and then getting coffee and everything. And he does all that stuff. He prepares you for everything. So that's the greatest part about it. All right. Uh, so how have you used what you've learned from John on sets? Well, it's it's good. It helps me to um, keep focus. Definitely keep the focus. Okay. Like, was my focus. That was the biggest problem with me. And definitely choosing wiser choices when it comes to being on camera. I used to do. I used to do the things that I thought were easiest and that wasn't always the best. He he always pushed me to go further and bigger and badder because that's what they're looking for. Uh, no more victims. I'm not the victim anymore. Now I'm the person taking control. All right. It's, All right. It's not just um just on camera in life too. Things are. Like Frank was saying before, it helps us in life too. I'm I'm a server at a restaurant, and every time I go in there, more and more, I learn more and more about how to react to how people are and what they say to me and things. So it helps me out in my everyday life as well. Oh, excellent, excellent. Okay, all right, KJ. Well, oh, before I let you go, uh, what's your address for your web your web series? Oh uh, no, it's or what's the name of it? Still in the- I was still editing it. So, oh, you're like still editing? Okay. But hopefully so. Okay, man. That's great. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay, who's on next? Um, Hello, hi. How are you? Uh, my name is Morgane. What's your name again? Uh, Morgane. It's uh, Morgan and add an E to the end. Okay. All right, Morgane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell Thank me, uh, so what have you been up to? Well, I'm uh, originally an actress from Israel. I was born and raised over there, and I came to the U.S. about 18 months ago. Uh, I've been with John for almost a year now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And basically, he's been helping me out a lot with entering the the industry, the acting industry here in the U.S., especially in New York, because over there in Israel, I I know everything, right? But here, I'm the new girl. So on top of... Yeah, (laughs) So on top of acting and teaching you how to act, he also is very supportive and very practical with, it, with you know, helping you enter the real industry and meeting the people, the casting directors, production, um, getting, helping you being more familiar and into things. Hmm. Okay. So now what, okay, so what's some of the things that would separate John's classes from classes you've taken in the past? Well, first of all, results. I mean, other than learning how to act and having him, you know, be able to take out the maximum and the best out of you, even if you're bringing a good monologue, he will make it excellent. If you'll bring an excellent monologue, he will bring you into being phenomenal. He will always push you forward, and he will never say, okay, that's okay. That's great. He will always try to make the maximum out of every situation, out of every monologue, every scene. And most importantly, I've I've done many projects that either – through people that I got to know through class or from connections or casting calls that he would 
um, advertised to a student. I've, I've done a military project, some videos that I shot for, because I have the military experience in Israel. And um, I'm casted in two of his series, one of the uh, reality shows that you spoke of with him, with Frank. Uh-huh. And, um, and also into Hustle, whenever that will happen. I'm one of the characters there. So that's very oh. exciting. Just results, results. It's amazing. Things are happening. Fantastic, and also, fantastic. I'm sorry? Yeah, I'm saying fantastic. So now, how have you used, now you and said what? John really pushes you, so how have you specifically used that on, on sets you've been on? Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, every actor and every professional, basically, you come with a set of tools that you are familiar with, that you've already studied, or that you feel uh, that you are, you know, that you can relate to. But John gave me an extra set of tools that I can use, whether on set or practicing or, you know, bringing monologues to class. He, um, he whispers, the actor whispers not just the title for his show. He whispers in your ear a side. He takes you aside, whispers in your ear a situation because he gets to be familiar with his students. So he will talk to you situation in your life, something that you can uh, recollect and, and be more connected to the emotion, you know, what you experienced in the past and bring it to the table. He won't tell it to the other people in the scene, but he will put it inside your head, and then all of your reactions and all of your actions and everything that you say comes out of that. Everything looks a lot more reliable. So now when I'm acting, I just ima- I imagine John whispers something in my ear. It's my imagination, right? Um, I tell myself something, but I do that, which is something that I wouldn't do before. Uh, I had a different set of tools. So more tools to the, to the box. Very helpful. Mm. I, I feel Good. more developed. I feel like I'm more. And one thing that I forgot to mention, um, yeah. it was also through knowing people in John's class, because it's all about connections and people and friendships. Um, with KJ, I'm also uh, a supporting role in a feature film that we will shoot next June. So that is also very exciting. And we got to do that mm. through knowing each other and knowing other people inside of John's class. Um, yeah, what's the name of that film? Oh, it's called Gordon's Quest. And we are very much in debt also to John. It may be a product that is separate from class, but we got to know each other and work on it through meeting in class. So whether right. intentionally or unintentionally, he creates stuff uh, for us, uh, which is awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Okay, Morgan, uh, thanks. thanks a lot. Okay, who's next? I am. I'm St. John. How are you doing? Wait, thank you. Okay, Mark. great. Thanks for coming on the show. So uh, tell me, what you're working on? Um, well, we're casting my, John's casting my short film with Dream Talent Productions. You actually go to www.dreamtalentproductions.com, um, and we're casting a short film that I'm writing and directing in New York and Boston. So that's, you can actually find the uh, notice on Backstage for Code Blue. That's this Thursday. And I've been with John as a, under his wing for about a year and a half now. <clears throat> and my previous short film um, was released this fall in place in film festivals. It was nominated, which is good, uh, for a first-time shot at writing a film, which is, you know, some little mark under my belt. And then I was actually just recruited for, um, under Joanne Tedesco, who's a playwright, her current play, stars Olympia Dukakis and uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. So I'm sitting down with table for them in a couple weeks. And then John has, you know, a 
uh, assortment of movie stars that have come in off the street, um, different celebrities. And I think we're hoping, we're in the talks with Debbie Harry coming to hopefully revive her career sometime in the spring. And John's a brilliant, genius person. He's helped me advance in my life. Um, he's not a therapist. He never sat down with me and coached in my life. But it's, I've made leaps and bounds uh, personally and professionally in the last couple of years. It's been a really awesome experience to work with him. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, um, no doubt you've had some training in the past. So, what's some of the ways that, what's some of the things that John brings to this to your your classes that uh, you haven't seen before? Well, actually, I was a recording artist before coming here, and I was working huh. with a filmmaker. So I had no previous acting training except for um, a really kind of small studio. I was. So I, it came with a clean slate. Um, but John has taught me techniques that I, even I'm amazed at what I can do now. Um, there's, there's different methods that he implements, like ballistics, um, on-camera personalization. I mean, it just depends on, on what we're working on. But the dynamics of what I can bring to developing a character, um, just it's, it's gotten me high compliments. It's gotten me, you know, I've got a really great reading and audition coming up with someone that recruited me that's got major stars that she works with. So to me, that's the best compliment in the world. And John's a very dedicated person. Um, I'm somewhat willfully indebted to him for the rest of my life. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> but at least it's voluntary. Right. Yeah, so talk a little bit more about uh, ballistics. So what's involved in that? Ballistics is um, delivering a character whose motives, the character's motives are somewhat differentiated from what's actually in the script, um, and it adds a different dynamic to the way, it's, the, way the, the character transfers on film. Um, I don't want to give too much away about it, but let's say um, you're talking about someone that was murdered, but you're you're um, you're actually the murderer while you're talking. You didn't actually kill this person, but just the, there's a certain level of guilt that a human being feels when you're told that someone's died or they were murdered. Yeah, and it's very normal for people to feel guilty about it, but uh, you know, someone that's not very understanding of of how to transpose this, oh, no, that's terrible, you know, but there's also another way, oh, no, oh, God, that's terrible, that's, you know, there's some guilt in that, there's some uh, responsibility as well, so John is really amazing at um, being able to dissect a character in a matter of seconds before anyone of actors can do that, and get us to deliver something that would Garner, or uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Hmm. Brilliant. What do you think, John? What do you think yourself? No, only because you know, set you know was multi millions, millions and millions of dollars, and the quicker we're able to make a split second decision, can you know get you in there in the, and and make you last in an industry longer. Um, they'll, they'll you know cut down financially. If you could cut down takes, it's less money being, you know, I work on set a lot. And sometimes, you know, an actor isn't deliver, delivering 
And I'll go in there, and the director says, I need this, I need this, I need this, and they, I need this from him. So I'll throw in a whole bunch of left curve, right curves, throw in techniques, uh, reverse seduction, emotional assassination, because a lot of actors will. You're an actor yourself, right? Yeah. Well, and you've been yeah. on set where actors just were not delivering, right? Exactly. My job is to put shit in their head to make them deliver cinematically for the camera. <laughs> no, no, the thing is, you know, if I could put in there, you know, these days because of reality, social media, and all these things, people are less connected with who they are as human beings, and they don't know mm. how to portray that cinematically for the camera. But wow. the thing is, I could say something, I could push buttons, I could say something verbally, uh, find vulnerability, innocence in them, and, and at least make them connect that cinematically for the camera and, and and you know, get get something out of them for the director. Because these days, and I find myself not, not an acting coach on set, but I become an acting teacher on set where it's less coaching, more teaching acting while I'm on a movie, uh, a movie or a television set. Um, wow. So I was trained there's, by... There's a l- lack of fundamentals. What? A lack of fun to, you find that people have a lack of fundamentals. You know, they do. You know what it is? I, I think it's the lack of training. Most people yeah. out there these days, they are not trained. They want to bypass the training institution and go right to being cast. Mm. You know, I, I, I like I, I was looking at resumes because I, I also cast something. I was casting a, a big movie, um, Michael, who you were just talking to, you know, he he, it's, he's, he he wrote a second feature, which we're casting Thursday. We're casting it actually tomorrow in D.C., right? Yeah, tomorrow we're yeah. casting it in D.C., and we're casting it Thursday in New York. How many resumes came to, to us with no training whatsoever? Wow. I don't even look at them. It's training. It's training that gets you in the door. It's training that sustains you. You know, I, I mean, back in the day when I got into this industry in 1976, you know, when Lee Strasberg's class, Luther Hagen and Bobby Lewis and all those people, we trained yeah. ourselves back just before we hit the field. You know, I was trained before the first time I ever stepped on the stage. I was trained before the first time I ever stepped foot on the set. I knew what the hell I was doing. You know, these right. days, you know, they're not trained. So, you know, I, I, I like to train people. And I like to work with trained people. Absolutely. All right, next Absolutely. Jeffrey That's here. great. Okay, hey, so you, number four. Jeffrey. Who's up on uh, slot number four? Who's on? Hey, it's me, Jeffrey. How are you? Jeffrey? Yeah. Hey, all right. So what you working on, Jeffrey? So right now I'm also working on Gordon's Quest as well. Um, it's about to be shot in June, so I'm excited about that. I'm also working with John. I've been in his class on and off for six years. So, mm-hmm. yes. Um, once I'm also as well auditioning for a few things. I have a role coming up in this web series, as well as trying to develop a movie of my own. So, I'm pretty busy. <laughs> but okay. I always come back so- with training. Okay. 
Okay. And so now in John's class, so what's some of the the tools that John has taught you that uh, you've been able to use on set? Um, some of the tools he taught me was um, definitely um, how to how to how to um, act in the front of the camera because um, one thing a lot of people don't understand is that how you will act in front of a stage theatrically and how would you perform in uh, front of a television, film, etc. is very different because um, because with the theater you have to be you get to project all the way to like the back of the theater where in where in um where if you're doing film and television it's very more intimate and you definitely just want to relax and be in front of the camera just you know be yourself and so may I elaborate sure yeah what he's saying is is you know Lee Strasberg said there are different kind of realism. There's realism that you, here it is. Just make believe I I smack Jeffrey. Oh, see that's you, hear that? <laughs> you know there's that. Oh my God! And then there's you know there's theatrical realism. You slut me, you son of a bitch. There's that you're you're projecting <laughs> it out to the audience. It's theatrical realism. And then there's <laughs> cinematic realism. Right. <laughs> There is that cinematic realism. You know, and a lot of yeah. actors, they go in there with one realism. They don't realize there's three kinds of realisms. You know, you, you can't portray real life in front of the camera. Your audience doesn't want to know real life. You have to tell the story, and cinematically. You have to, you know, you watch TV. What those people are doing is cinematic. There's cinematic mm. realism. You know, being in the moment, being real, and being in that life moment, but cinematically. You huh. know, being a, if that makes any sense. Yeah. If you yeah. really watch. I mean, I think to me, like commercials, television. for example, to use an example. There's commercial realism. Also, there's commercial realism. You know, there's info realism. It depends upon right. the medium that you're playing to. Right. Does make any sense? Yeah, he definitely helps with like the different forms of of um how to um elaborate and how to act in front of them. What forms you're doing? He also um what he does is that he also gives you the tools you need to like be able to be in the moment. One of the reasons why why I think John is an amazing teacher is that he's also he gives you like what you need to work on. He gives you like homework to work on. A lot of coaches that I went to, um, they mostly just give you, like, the tips and whatnot, and that's not necessarily teaching because anybody could give an actor a tip and say, oh, okay, you could do that. And and then it's just, like, really just a waste of time and a waste of resources, so it's just not helpful. So that's why I've always stuck with John, and then I seen it evolve from being just a straight theater teacher to now doing film, TV. So it's definitely been quite a journey, and I'm just, like, definitely thankful to be able to learn how to be a better actor because it wasn't a – being an actor is a lot harder than what people think because 
when I first got into acting, I was thinking that I would become a famous actor overnight. And I'm still not famous, but I'm a lot better than where I was when I first started. I started out when writing out my own monologues and performing for um, theater shows for MCC Theater Youth Company. And from there, I did a few other things. Um, John helped me get a internship 13th Street Repertory Theater, where I also did a play called Rumpu Who. And I'm also in talks to do some movies, too. I mean, like, John, one of John's students, um, Alex Mundina, is also working on a film called Touch. It's been in production for about five, six years now. Okay. We're hoping that goes in, too, because I'm I'm hopefully going to get a part in that film. So I'm really excited for what things are coming up, and I'm hoping you see me in a lot of things. And I thank John for helping me get to that role. I also have an audition for a web series, so wish me luck on that because I'm really excited about everything, and I can't do it without John. We have a workshop coming up this Wednesday at the Producers Club, which is at 348 West 44th Street at at 5 p.m. And we're going to have uh, Mark Scheer from Apex Talent Management here. He's um, so far picked up a bunch of our students, and they're all um, auditioning and being cast as well. I think that's where one of the one of our students got cast in one of the pilot series. Um, <clears throat> so if anyone interested out there, it's a no-cost workshop this Wednesday at the Producers Club. Or you can visit www. What? Yeah, what? What? Uh, com. It's P-A-L-L-O-T-T-A. You can check out the website, and you can also see testimonials from Emmy winners, Tony winners, Oscar nominees, and we have some Oscar winners in here as well, and politicians like, um, and I can mention any names. <laughs> yeah, those people. Nonpartisan. <laughs> All right. Student number five. Who wants to come on next? Thank you, Jeffrey. Say it again. Yeah, I, I was just thanking Jeffrey and asking for who else to come on next. Student number five. Who else wants to talk? Anyone else? Monique. Monique. Paula. Talk about your history. We have the the illustrious Paula coming up. Paula. Dancer. You tell your history to dance. What you doing? Hello, I'm Paula. Hi, Paula. All right, thanks for coming on the show. So talk a little bit about uh, what you've been working on and uh, some of the things you learned from John's class. Okay, well, I recently just started taking John's class. um, I'm a dancer. I've been dancing since the age of three, and I went to college Uh for it. Then I moved to New York City to pursue that, and then... um, in my theater um, dance classes, they recommended that I um, got recommended to get involved with some acting classes. So, um, so I found that I wanted to do that. I was at the diner here at Westlake, and I met John there, and he uh, was offering acting classes at John Palato. Palato, sorry. And um, so I came into one class one day, and. Um, stepped in for my first time um, acting, and uh, I enjoyed it very much. It's very, it's everything very real, and um, which is what which is what I like. Nothing's fake. Um, it's very hands-on, and yeah, so now I'm here studying acting, 
and I um I want to continue in this field. Paula, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Uh, now, you know, it's been said that uh, acting of in the like in the arts, different arts have different levels of discipline. Now, I've heard that dancers like they'll just dance until they they get holes in their shoes. Now, how have you found uh, discipline to be in acting? How much acting? How much discipline do you have to bring to acting as opposed to dancing? Um, let's see. More or well, less. It's different. I mean, for dance, it's much different. You're tired. What you have Can you to speak up a little bit? For dancing, it's much different. What you have to bring to uh-huh. your outfit. I mean, you have, to, you have to be in your dance outfit. And here, it's more of a pedestrian look. Uh-huh. And, uh, you have to have your lines ready. You have to um, be mentally um, focused on what you're about to portray. Right, okay. Um, so it's it's difficult for me because as a dancer, I'm learning this now. As a dancer, I know how to be mentally focused um, dancing-wise and how to act during that. But to be able to speak and act and be natural with um, with talking is what I'm learning now, which is much different. Hmm. Yeah, and the, the physicality of dancing and acting, I mean, is the physicality – like some of your stretching exercises and things like that, um, has that really helped you with acting? Oh, for sure. It helps me because I'll normally I'll be in a dance class and after my dance classes I'll come straight to um, to John's class. And I think it helps me um, be a little bit more relaxed. And, uh, well, it makes me more uh, well aware of where I'm at at that moment. Because it takes me out yeah. of the outside world. Huh. Okay. All right. For myself. Hmm. Okay, so then, uh, so what roles have you been cast in, if any? I haven't done any acting. Oh, um, no acting yet. Okay. I'm, I'm very new. Very new. Um, but dancing-wise, I've been in productions um, here in New York City with um, choreographer Ashley Dawson. Um, uh-huh. Estaba en Gravito, which is about the Day of the Dead. And it involves acting also with your dancing. So I've been in that. Um, but I haven't had any speaking roles as far as that. When I was younger, I was in an independent film, uh, Standing Ovation, or I was a dancer. Um, so I'm hoping to soon be <laughs> casted once I start learning how to, do, how to act properly. And um, I would like to be on TV and film eventually. Hmm. Okay. Very good. I love good. to be in musicals, such uh, as Mamma Mia that oh. I've seen in a hairspray and all that. What was that? I, I didn't yeah. catch the, the last thing you said there. Um, I would love to be in, casted in Mamma Mia or Hairspray as either film or on Broadway. So with the, uh, uh, taking acting classes, it's definitely going to help me grow as a dancer and now as an actor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those are great shows, by the way. Oh, I know. <laughs> and Paul is great. beautiful, by the way. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, Paula. All right, so thank let's you. see. Who, who's on next? I'm uh, uh, fairly oh, new Nick? to Johnson Okay, Nick. So what have you been working on, man? Well, uh, I've been writing some personal short amateur film movies. 
Uh, I got a couple in, the, in effect right now. Got to get it copyrighted. Um, predominantly, I'm usually my character is either an irrational, just lunatic, or I like to play a mobster or an athlete because I have that look. But beating John Claude's class really taught me not so much improv, which I started out in, but yeah. scripture well. Um, when I was younger, I, uh, in high school, I kind of fell in love with the passion of acting, not so much cinematic. Uh, I was modeling. I worked for an agency uh, called John Robert Powers. I had about 150 hours on film. And uh, as soon as I was about to make that leap of faith, I kind of just gave up on it. And I went to school instead. But mm. now I'm um, 25. It, it's truly um, amazing to work with John Pilata because I was originally going to go to a school again, but someone informed me to go to his class. And uh, being here has really given me a truly insight on the overall business and even on a personal level as well. Yeah. Huh. Okay, Nick, so talk a little bit about your, your films. Uh, well, did you cast yourself? I'm sorry? Did you cast yourself in any of them? Well, it's in effect right now. Like, I'm still right. I'm done with the overdraft, so I have to take a, I'm going to try to copyright them first so Mm. nobody would plagiarize them or steal my crap. Uh, And Mm. then I would have to show it to John or possibly another producer, directors, and see how it works. But basically, one is named Joshua, and the other one is uh, about a cop who becomes a bouncer. And I have another film that I wrote, and it inspired me from the 1977 Paul Newman Slapshot movie, where I play just a crazy fan who yells at people. And... uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I uh, grew up on a lot of the 1970s and 80s and 90s fields of uh, the movies because uh, Stallone, Paul Newman, even um, Jean-Claude Van Damme, who was one of my uh, biggest role models growing up, I really, they truly inspired me, you know, um, a lot of the action and drama. But business now, from what I'm told, is a lot different from it was 34 years ago. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So you're saying that, uh, so in John's class, it's sort of like the experience you had before with improv, you kind of, do you think you was able to expand on it or what? Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, again, I started in theatrical, not so much cinematic. So it is a little, you know, difficult at times, but I'm sure it'd be for anybody who's just coming in new into it. But John's help and his expertise really expand. Um, overall, I mean, just the little things, even when I see other people work, it gives me, I guess, personal tips, and I could write down, hey, do this or do that, or uh, try to project yourself more to that, or don't limit yourself on certain characters. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to limit yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any other questions you want to ask me? 
Okay. Yep, still here. Okay, all right, Nick. So uh, that's very good. Uh, so let's move on to uh, our next student, uh, student number seven. Who's our next? This is Monique. You'll be meeting her. Monique okay, is Monique. The area. Monique is my assist. Hello. Monique is, hey, Monique Monique, is how you doing? Doing? much better looking. <laughs> she's very good looking. She's my She's from the D.C. area, so uh, Monique Weiss, she's going to be uh, the other me. So. <laughs> you're a clone, okay. <laughs> I don't know if you're a clone, but something like that. Okay, Monique, so yeah. talk so a little bit about... the D.C. area, which you really like. Fantastic. So, so Monique, so what's some things you've learned uh, from the, the class and uh, how have you applied it to different projects you've been in? Well, um, I actually followed John from D.C. to New York, but I recently moved to New York uh, about a month and a half ago. And one thing I had a problem with, which I'm sure maybe a lot of newcomers have a problem with, is being believable. I remember working on a monologue, and I was looking at myself in the mirror, and I was just thinking, I don't believe myself in this. And he was really wow. able to bring out the emotion in me within a couple minutes. How did he do that? Or can you tell? Well, yeah. um, well, he gave me some pointers of how to tap into emotion and going back there, maybe some things that have happened to me. But one technique was he actually had two of my classmates hop on stage and hold me in a way where I'm trying to come at John and perform my monologue while they're trying to drag me to the back of the stage. Wow. Yeah. So that was my first time experiencing that, and I have to keep that with me everywhere I go because it really works. Yeah, and John has some interesting – I've seen his class in uh, – I've actually been in his class one time, but he has interesting exercises. But the thing is, like, what's the trick to actually bringing that tool to a set? So, for example, you're the, 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 when you get on stage or screen, you might not be physically held back. So then how right. do you and translate that, that to a stage or, or, or a set? I, I really worried about that because that this happened last Monday, and that same day he said, I want you to come to a monologue slam Wednesday and perform that monologue. So for two days I was worrying about how I was going to be able to bring that same emotion. And um, the only thing I can tell you is I kept imagining those two guys holding me back. Like that, that's the only thing I can tell you that I took with me. There, there was nothing else. I mean, I tried to tap into the emotion myself, but I kept imagining for two days straight them literally holding me and me trying to hmm. get away. It's something yeah. you have to practice yourself. You know, I guess what it is, you know, back in the day we went through the exercises with uh, – a repetition with with with, with, with uh, Meisner and, and with, with uh, Strasberg, sense of memory. You know, I, I'm trained to create an imaginary, a real life experience in front of me. If if, if I'm being stabbed, I can create that experience right in front of me. I'm trained to go there on a drop of a dime. You know, these days, actors, a lot of them that I work that are on set are not trained. But the thing is, you know. Through studying with Lee and all those other people, I've accelerated techniques to get them where they have to be to create the the the, the image of getting stabbed. If, you know, these days, um, when I was in school, 
we utilize their entire instrument as an actor. The whole body was acting, not just the right. mouth. So the thing is, those exercises that I do, the, you know, holding the whole body, she's utilizing her entire instrument as an actor. So the thing is, when she's acting, you know, those, those, the, the two guys holding her back, we create the, the, the feeling of, of, of at least, our, our, you know, um, physically and mentally in the classroom. So when they're out there in the field, on set, it's in their subconscious. So they, they, they still feel it. If someone, you, you ever get into a fight, Well, I, I, I don't know. Have you ever gotten into a fight? Of course. Yeah. I, I mean, you feel it. We create yeah. that. We don't, we don't, you know, but two people holding you back, you feel it. So at least when, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you throw a thousand pounds of crap on an actor that's never felt a thousand pounds of crap? You create it. You have to. Mm. Only because in this world, there's five million actors out there, all trained to blow you out of the water. I'm going to yeah. train my actors to blow them out of the water. Yeah. And, you know, it's all pause. about being honest. I think it's uh, – but, you know, there, there's something kind of tricky, John, because I, I, was, I was recently in a, in a performance, and – there were some really emotional, deep lines in that play, and there was a point at which I was literally on stage in front of a, a, a paying audience, and I really, there were tears. There were real tears, and real, there, I tapped into something there, and that's, and I think sometimes as actors, it's, it's kind of, it's very scary. It could be very, very scary if you, you, you do it, if you're very effective, it can really, Tap into something, and and it's and they have and keep your sense of self after a performance. That's it, it, it's it's really it's really can be challenging. You know, it's one thing to you know um, be emotional and crying and, and and go deep, but you know there's a deeper place in tears. There's a place called no more tears, where the tears are empty, where there was a tears years ago, and the tears are empty. It's a more advanced place for, I think, as an actor to go. You know, like I, I have people ask me, how much did I cry? And I throw in, how much did you cry? Where there's no more tears left. You know when there's nothing left? It's, yeah, it's a harder empty. place to reach. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, John just asked me if I wanted to say something. I didn't have something specific, but I'll, I'll do it just because you asked me to. Oh, did you want to? No, I, no, I want to say that I Who is this, Monique again? She's also on top, on top of being a great teacher, is also a very good friend that has been very helpful for me throughout the last year. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you get an A. This is my game, by the way. My game is an Omni Stellar. I don't care what you say. Okay. Now, I'm you know, I, I, I think right. we're doing something right. Well, a lot of our people that were formerly, um, you know, HOC, House of Cards, whatever the case may be, that were fe- featured or background, and then and, have and speaking roles. You know, I think I've yeah. seen the DC, but what, what no one has bought before. You know, our classes take place on set. I go there with, um, I have lighting, sound, boom mics, and, and the classes take place on set. So when the actors are actually on set, they're learning how to make stronger choices. 
And in the past, I've had D.C. casting directors, Baltimore casting directors, come here. Uh, who we have? Kimberly Sturm. She was here. She came oh, to yeah. the New York yeah. casting class cast from Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, she didn't come all the way here for just my class. I'm sure she came here for other stuff. It's just, you know, I asked her to drop by, and she dropped by. But, you know, she came here to our, our acting class, and she, I think she liked the way she saw how we, we train our actors. We train them on set. When it gets warmer, we'll be moving the classroom outside, hopefully saving some money, moving the classroom outside, you know, where we're filming them. And we film them on all kinds of um, different scenarios. I got uh, stabilization units. I got dollies. I got all kinds of things are going to meet up in the industry sometimes and they have to know how to handle themselves. But, you know, yeah. I, I, one thing I, 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 I think what we're doing is a good thing. You know, this year alone I was nominated six times as the best acting teacher on the East Coast. I didn't win, but I was nominated six times as the best. So I think it's, it's something's happening, something's good, and our people are working. You know, I mean, our that's people the name are working, of the game. that's what's important. That's the yeah. end result. Okay. The act is working. All right. So, uh, all right. So we're coming near the end here, John. So I just want to thank you and thank everybody who spoke today. Uh, we we learned a lot today. I think we did a a great uh, had a great show. We're definitely going to do this again. We need to do it more regularly. So, John, before I let you and everybody else go, uh, this is your your time to plug whatever else you want to plug and just uh, put it all out there. What you got? You know, more, I'm going to let Morgane say the closing statement. Uh, oh, okay. They, they're letting me who who is this? And they pull her hair. So, okay. So, first of all, I want to uh, talk about my appreciation to my fellow actors and friends here in class, which are all, I know it's not a cliche, it's true. They're all very talented and good people who work with the production. So, uh-huh. casting directors out there, feel free to try and cast them, John Pilata's students, because there's also good people. Good people attract good people. Um, I want to mention John's website, www.johnpalata.com. Palata is P-A-L-L-O-T-T-A. Um, uh-huh. And I also want to say something that I forgot to say. I was on House of Cards season three. I'm behind Robin Wright. I'm not saying anything, but I don't care. I'm there. So All right. Anything else? Well, I just... Um, I'm sorry, what did you say? I said anything else. Anything anything else. Uh, thank you very much for interviewing yeah. us and for giving us uh, from your time. And, uh, oh, for you're welcome. A- and hi to my Pleasure mother. was all mine. Thank you for interviewing us. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much longer I'll be in D.C. because like, the tide is changing, you know, I'm being pulled elsewhere. Um, yeah, I've been there four years now. I mean, it is February 11th. Isn't it, would have bought would have been four years. Okay. Um, you know, my, I have a board of directors, which is um, uh, Ruben Branche from Smash Television Show Smash, and Robert Downey Sr. is now the advisory board. Um, senior, not junior. Um, and Annie Shapiro, they're advising me that my time has come to pull out. Um, you know, so I'm going to be pulling out over the next uh, uh, probably five or six months. Um, but a message to the actors <clears throat> in the D.C. area, that when, <clears throat> you know, D.C. 
um, over the next couple of years, I mean, my, my next-door neighbor is vice president of ABC Television. Did you hear that, Will? Vice president of ABC yeah. Television. Are you there? You know, and she said that I talk to her every day because we walk our dogs together and, and we pick up the dog's poop together. But, you know, she said over the next couple of years, could be five, six, seven years, um, the next feasible place for any television show to go is Baltimore. Um, but the thing is, they do their casting in New York for a television uh-huh. show in Baltimore. Why? Because people in New York are hungry. Actors in New York and L.A. are hungry. Huh. For me, I, 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 I suggest, and this is what I really, and nothing about, nothing wrong, but D.C. must be hungry. Their actors yeah. must be hungry if they want to survive in this industry. You know, huh. I'm, I'm sitting here with a lot of hungry actors. Yeah. You know, that, not, not starving, but hungry. You know, right. Got to stay hungry. They must prepare themselves for what lies ahead in the in in the industry, because yeah. television shows will be coming to more television shows will be coming to the Baltimore area and the D.C. area. In fact, Veep. You know the television show Veep. Yeah. You know Veep. Yeah. Anna yeah, Kinski, I was actually in, yeah. You know, she was, was in the, my play yeah, back in, in 2005. She was a secretary at the Gats, and she auditioned for my play. I think that revitalized her career when it was read on, on the Dramatist Guild of America. But the thing is, you're going to get a lot of shows coming that way. The actors got to prepare themselves for what lies ahead. You know, or, you know, and they really have to take this a lot more serious than, than they do. They have to commit themselves to training and education, you know. But over the next couple of years, so not just me, I'm the first teacher that has planted myself there. You have a lot of teachers coming there. You have Bob McAndrew. You have Tom Todorov that's already there. You have Jen, Jen um, Letterer that's already there. You have a lot of other teachers that are going to be making their way to the D.C. area. My time yeah. is coming. It's time to go. But the thing is, you know, the actors there, they, they've got to train themselves for the future you know, for the for the television and film industry that's coming that way. I mean, my neighbor from ABC says it's coming there. But, you know, they've got to prepare themselves, be on top of their game, you know, because if not, other people will. So anyway, I hope I didn't say yeah. anything bad. got to stay hungry, man. Stay hungry. you got to be right. hungry. You know, the thing is, well, well, reality is, you know, the whole, the entire DMV area, DMV area goes from Philly all the way down to where I don't know Charlottesville, right? Right, right, you know, you right. You have more actors there in the entire DMV area than you have in New York City. But you have two episodics right. and you have seventy-three episodics in New York. You know hmm. they got to be hungry. They have to be hungry. So you you don't know this, Will, but you know here it is. I'm fifty-three. I'm deaf. I'm half deaf. Not dumb, but half deaf. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm blind. One half is deaf, the other half is dumb. But I will control my empire. I will control, and I teach in seven states. Yeah, those actors only have to worry about one state. They they have to learn to control their empire. Train, yeah. train, 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 train. Got to train. That's all I have to say. 
Okay, John, it was a great uh, great interview. Uh, thanks for all the students, everybody who spoke. Uh, we definitely have to do this more often. I really enjoy it uh, every time. It's a pleasure to have you on, John, and uh, just thank you for coming on the show and uh, just uh, wish everybody a, uh, a great week and uh, stay warm. All right, well, we're, we're, is there no, a part for uh, Will in your movie tomorrow? Michael, he'll move. He'll, he'll come here. Is there a, is there a part for a handsome fifty-year-old? Uh, handsome fifty-year-old. No, email me your headshot. I got the writer of the movie right here. <laughs> no, okay, no, 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 no. Well, he'll yeah. go to your your Facebook and look at your handsome mugshot. Okay. Yeah, you can follow me at uh, Facebook handle William dot T dot Powell on Facebook. Yeah, William.T.Pal. William Paul on Facebook. Gotcha. Yeah, William.T.Pal right. on Facebook. Yeah. All right. Thank like you. the power. I love you, man. Okay. Likewise. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, folks, let me leave you with this quote from Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman said, and I quote, acting means living. It's all I do and all I'm good at. If I weren't getting paid for it, I'd uh, be acting in a small troop somewhere. Good night, folks.